You are listening to episode 21 of the Ball Blah Podcast. Me and Nate have a discussion about the early stages of the Red Sox offseason. Hello and welcome back to Ball Blab. I'm Nate here with Jason. And so, Nate, this is our first episode of the 2022-2023 offseason, and we're going to address some things that the Red Sox need to do. So starting off, some early moves. The, uh, Xander Bogarts has opted out of his contract he exercises no surprise no surprise at all considering him only going to be making about 20 million dollars if he ultimately stayed in the contract so and also a scott boris client so mm-hmm. um no surprise there then you have a few qualifying offers the red sox gave bogarts the qualifying offer no surprise and nathan avaldi a qualifying offer which is also a no surprise so nate and also, we got before. Rafael Devers. Yeah, we also have to touch on Devers. Um, actually, you take it. You take the details here because you have a better gr- grasp on the stuff than I do. Yep. So basically, Rafael Devers. The situation with him, he has one more year until he has free agency. He has this year where he's gonna be. He has he he's eligible for arbitration, which the Red Sox and him will probably come to an agreement before. But he's ultimately a free agent after this season and basically and the red sox need to extend him because his value is only going to go up from here although he had a down second half his value is still still very good too i mean there's a heim bloom what he's probably doing what's the ceiling on him and he's being an uh i don't think he's being he's not playing his cards well and he might be letting devers yeah he says to devers is non-tradable but i wouldn't be shocked if he got traded, unfortunately, yeah, um, I'd be super mad. But I don't. I just don't really see it. Yeah. Um. Here, here's the, th- yeah, like a back. So basically, the bottom line with Bogarts endeavors is that if we want to keep these guys around, you know, past 2023, really, or I guess in you know Bogarts' case, if we want him. If we want to see him in 2023, we gotta sign some big time contract extensions. Absolutely. I think it all starts with Devers. If you get Devers long-term, I think Bogarts is going to be more inclined to sign with the Red Sox because of the connections he's had with A, Alex Cora, B, Rafael Devers. I think. Really? But, like, but would that also mean... So what you're saying... From what you're saying, that also kind of means that he's willing to, you know, maybe take a discount, get paid less if he, you know, loves those connections more because, like... I feel like if they sign Devers to an extension, they're not. I don't think Heim Bloom would be willing to put out even bring out even more of the big bucks to sign Bogarts. And you know, Bogarts, from basically the message that he sent by opting out, that is that he wants the big bucks. He really does. He wants to be paid mm-hmm. handsomely. And I feel like if Bloom were to sign Devers, they wouldn't be paying him handsomely. So I wonder why you think that. Well, yeah, I mean, to add on to what you're saying, he opted out, I feel like, another reason, you know, he took the hometown discount in 2019 when he signed that six-year extension. He did, t- was he was willing to do that in hopes that he would get paid more in the future. So that goes to say he's looking for the big bucks. Hopefully the Red Sox will give him what he ultimately wants, okay. which I have a hard time look, have a hard time seeing that the Red mm-hmm. Sox won't give him. I, I still think the Red Sox... I think in the bottom of my heart, I think they will get a deal done with Bogarts and Devers because I think the seasons to come and the fan base rely on it. I I gotta say, I I think I disagree with you a little bit. I I just, 
I feel like since Bogarts is sending the message that he wants the money that he thinks he deserves, I don't think he'll really care as much about those connections with Devers and Cora if Devers gets that big extension because, like, I just know Heim Loom and I don't think he's willing to, you know, pay, like, you know, <clears throat> this amount of money to two guys. So, like, I feel like... Well, I feel like if he signs Devers... I feel like it's one or the other. I don't think... I just don't quite think it's possible for him to sign, like, you know, to get those, get two big contracts for both these guys. Well, I, I actually disagree with you with that part because, you know, yeah, Heinblum has been cheap. He has made some, and is, you know, oh, here's, we're going to throw $5 million at this guy. Made he's made some bad moves. He's made some bad moves and bad trades, but these are not, you know, guys who can th- you throw 5 million at. These are guys who are the heart and soul of your franchise, the heart and soul of your team in the next coming years if you can get them. They are the heart and soul of the Boston fan base, and if you can get them into an extensions, I think we're going to be very we're going to be in good hands. I just don't think that I I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Didn't you tell me that like, you know, they're far apart like something along those lines all reports are gonna say they're far off but i think they're they were waiting because they're bogarts is bogarts before he opted out wasn't gonna sign with the red sox because boris wanted him to hit free agency and what see what other teams offer him because think of it if you were a free agent Mm -hmm. or sorry put yourself in bogart shoes if you were highly connected to the team and you weren't getting paid that much money as, as much as you much, think you as much as you think you should. Just like, you know, 20 million is not nothing. Yeah. And if the Red Sox were offering him you more money and there are other teams knocking on your door saying, "Hey, we're willing to pay you this mu- X amount of money, but we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you till you hit free agency cuz you're not allowed to talk to other teams mm-hmm. during the year." You're not going to sign. But the m- more notable thing is Devers who they, the reports are mixed. Some say, you know, they're gaining okay. traction. They're they're apart, but progress is being made. But you, you truly never know with the stuff down in the Dominican Republic. You really don't. I mean, sources are... Eh, but these are like the some best. of these sources are Dominican Republic sources. Yeah, on tw- I mean it's also Twitter too, yeah, so Twitter, it's like, yeah, it, it can Twitter be misleading, but tr- to be trusted. Uh, um, uh, oh, especially a, a now, lot of times. now, especially now with the whole Twitter blue thing, where you if you pay eight bucks a month, you're verified. Yeah, which is I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, off topic. I knew about that. But anyways, I know you say it's one or the other i truly think also when you look at this team in the future only trevor story and chris sale who you can ultimately you know maybe if he doesn't do well cut you ultimately have them two in the future that's it and trevor story is being being paid arguably cheaper than some teams would probably be willing to pay him. He's only getting twenty million a year, which is not bad for a guy like him, who's a, you know, a great short, a shortstop slash second baseman slash infielder. Good, great defender, great speed, has the ability to you know be as good of a hitter as even Bogarts. Yes, you see the teams like the Dodgers. We have the money. We have the money to get Bogarts and Devers. I would think that if ownership hasn't done this already, has said to Heim Bloom. Get these guys or you're gone. He is, uh, sorry, Heinblum is truly on the hot seat here. And if he can't get these guys by Christmas, I will advocate for his, advocate for his 
firing. <laughs> Hopefully, ownership thinks that. Because, I don't know. It's just, like, lately, ownership's been weird. Like, I don't know. Like, it... I don't know, I'm not quite sure if all the time it's in their best interest, like, you know, like, you know, for the fans. I'm not sure if, like, you know, I I just wonder if there's other, if there's, like, you know, they they have some other agenda and, you know, it might not, and, you know, you know, like, being, like, doing what the fans want is, is in their best interest. That's just what scares me a little bit. And, like, you know, I mean, and, 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 you know, I, I just don't think that's, like, a dumb thing to think that, you know, they they might not be yelling at Heim Bloom to sign both these guys because they have the money because just you know there are people who don't like ownership there are people who think that they've been skeevy they like you know been sleazy they they treated people badly so I just I'm not quite sure if I have that much trust in ownership like you know for them to want to sign Bogart's endeavors yeah that's just what I think but you know maybe I'm wrong I I, I can see how you think of it but this is truly a hot seat for Heim Bloom. And yeah, that is true. Definitely. I think I think he's going to be tested here. And you saw at the end of last year, he actually spent the big bucks. And at the end of the offseason, um, I didn't really think we would get Trevor Story, but we did. Yeah, and and I like Trevor Story. And I feel like he has a I think he has a good future. Um, and you know, like I I definitely believe that you know last year was an adjustment period, and you know we kind of had a bit of a down year because. It was his first year, which I also think was a thing along the league. I mean, Castellanos had that type of problem, and I th- and I think it just had to do with the lockout and the late signings and just not really being able to get the reps in. And he also I just had no that, spring training. Yeah, that that's what I mean, not being able to get the reps in. And keep in mind, like even with that being the case, he showed a lot of potential and a lot of things to love. He showed some great speed, some great defense at a position that he had never played before. And towards the end, you know, his bats start to come alive. And, you know, he showed some great power, too, at a position, at, at the second base position, which is a position that isn't known for power. So, yeah, I like Trevor Story a lot. Yeah, and I think we move on from, you know, what we currently yeah, have anyway, to some free my, agents. As, I just want to make, as for my prediction, I think, like, I don't know. I don't want this to happen, but I think, you know, we signed Devers and, you know, Bogarts doesn't stay on the team. That's just what I think is going to happen. Like, I don't want this to happen, but I don't know. I just don't think, like, Bloom and ownership are, you know, re- like, really see the, the importance in both these guys, especially Bloom. Yeah, but anyways, I think in the bo- at the bottom of my heart, I think they get a deal done mm-hmm. with both, but that's just me. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's go into free agents and especially considering Bogart's age, you know, and like his best years might be behind him and you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. But anyway, mm. we've exhausted this topic a lot. Let's let's think about, you know, things that they should be doing and you know, stuck guys that they should be getting. Anyway, let's start off. Do you think the Red Sox need another catcher? Assuming I have Reese McGuire. Do they need another catcher? Uh, I mean, do they need one? No. I mean, would I like? I mean, would I like one? Yeah, but the I would say no. They don't need another catcher. I re- I actually really think, liked Wish McGuire, and I think he really showed some promise. Do you think Christian Vasquez getting him back? Would you be opposed to that? No, I would not be opposed to that at all. I I, I would like maybe. Tell me if this is fair. Three years, thirty million. Perfect. I think that's perfect. 
I mean, I, I really think he likes it in Boston, and he really seemed sad to leave. So, yeah, I think he'll, I feel like if he's able to get back into Boston, he would totally take a deal for cheap. Yes. Next up, I think third, first baseman. I know we saw a little bit of Casas. We need it. Yes, I we do need another first baseman. Even with Hosmer? Oh. Hmm. But here's, that, here's that, okay. Not, not yeah. You, that's a good point. I'll, 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 I will say this. It's t- now it's a tougher question. I will say this. Yeah. The first base market. There are a lot of old guys like you that know Jose true. Abreu, Yuli Gurriel, Carlos Santana, uh, ooh, even ooh, Brandon R- Belt. Abreu thirty. That that. that so, oh, that's an old. That's an old market. But however, Everyone's thirty however, and above. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to getting someone like Jose Abreu who can platoon between first base and DH with because I don't JD I don't want JD that, that to is come a good back because you know although Casas is learning how to play in the bigs and I mean, getting I could, adjusted here's the thing with Casas I wouldn't be surprised again like I don't think you should just bank on him having a great year I mean we I'm saw not, that no. with Dahlbeck and that went horribly okay but they're I, two different players now. they are two different players but just like. Banking on a guy that really hasn't shown, you know, that he hasn't truly, truly shown that he belongs in the majors isn't a good idea. And I also think, especially with Costas, since he has much less experience, I've, I could see Costas kind of like, you know, be going up and down the minors and majors next year. That's what I think is going to happen. With I don't know. I mean, here's I, I feel like, you know, what's Dahlbeck going to do in spring training? He's going to hit 10 homers and like 20 RBIs, and he's going to make the big league roster and just suck. No offense to him, but I think we see a change in first base. Mm-hmm. I think Hosmer's the opening day start, but that's off topic. Mm-hmm. I would like someone like Jose Abreu yeah. or maybe even Anthony Rizzo, who is a free agent, mm-hmm. but he might accept the qualifying offer, yeah. which is a no-brainer yeah, like, for New York. I don't know. As for who I prefer, I guess I technically prefer Rizzo. I mean, there's also Josh Bell. Josh Bell? Would, I don't know. Would he... Ex- I mean, like, I don't know. He's one of the better first basemen. I don't know if... I mean, because we're already... Since we're already preoccupied with Devers and Bogarts, I don't know if we'd, like, want to go with another... I feel like Josh Bell's going to want a lot of money, is what I'm True. saying. I feel like since we're already preoccupied with Devers and I Bogarts, think I don't think... We need a veteran. Yeah. And I feel like Rizzo and Abreu hit the bill. Fit fit the bill. Yeah. I think more Jose Abreu because, you know, 36 years old, you're not going to sign him for yeah. six years. Mm-hmm. You might get him for two or three. Yeah, and I think that's two. what Heim Bloom is willing to do. I guess you know? so. Yeah, I think Jose Abreu is like the best candidate here. Like a platoon of a Hosmer and Abreu, I feel like it's old, but I won't say old in a bad way. I think old in a good way, actually. Mm-hmm. And and just to get some, because especially considering compared to last year, we're just like the inexperience. At least I guess on Cordero's side, and just like the incompetence is just what made first baseman such a nightmare. But to get, but I feel like getting some experience is key. Getting some like you know veteran presence at that position and some experience is definitely a big leap in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then if the reality sets with, I don't want to say reality, but if for some reason Xander Bogarts doesn't sign, there are some options that mm-hmm. the move Sox Trevor Story to short, or and- move him to short and get. And here's what the first second baseman market looks like: Gene Segura, Adam Frazier. Josh Harrison, Cesar Hernandez, Ruf Neno Dor, Jonathan VR, Jose mm. Peraza. That's kind of thin, but, you know, not opposed Here's to the thing. some of them. Yeah. I think, like, with second base, I feel like it's kind of like a sort of, 
I feel like a lot among a lot of teams, like it's that position that's like a it, that kind of it's more like a utility position, honestly. I feel like you know if you get a guy with some good defense, like you know that that I feel like a bare minimum for second base and also center fields, like get a guy with some good defense and you know good hitting's a plus. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely one of those. And another move, I know he's a shortstop, but Jose Iglesias. What would you think of that? If uh, we could get him. I don't know, but I feel like when he played second base f- for the Red Sox back in the end of 2021, he like struggled. So yeah, but but then then you put Shory at, Story at uh, second base, and then mm. that, that, that definitely offers him some utility. So yeah, um, so I don't think we need another second baseman because I feel like any utility we have a right too. Yeah, Arroyo. I think Arroyo could be our starting second baseman. I like Arroyo. I feel I like when he's yeah. on the field, he's playing some good baseball. I really do. I couldn't agree more with you. And then we get to the outfield, which... Outfield is a problem. We definitely yeah, need... We definitely it's an just, unsung problem. It, it, I don't and think the, it's unsung. And I the think guy, it's a big-time problem. And the guy that, you know, sticks out to me personally, Kevin Kiermeyer has experience in the field. He's a... He's an old, not a great bat, but boy, can he play defense. I, I, you know what? Considering this, the train wreck that we saw with Duran playing center field, and, you know, just considering how center field, I think, is just a weak hitting position in general, get a guy with gold glove caliber defense, and, you know, that isn't, like, you know, completely useless. You know what? I mean, like, get a guy with good gold glove caliber, gold glove caliber defense. Just good and, you know, defense. And, you know, isn't useless at the plate like JBJ. And I think we'll be fine. I feel like the better the defender, the worse of a hitter he can be. Yeah. Another problem with JBJ is that I think he also regressed as a defender, too. He regressed both both sides of the... I mean, mm-hmm. I mean technically not at the plate. He had a statistical like, I feel, better year. I don't know. Maybe technically from a stat... I think his defense just got worse. Maybe it technically isn't worse, but I just think looking at the eye test, his defense got worse and not good enough to warring his awful hitting. Mm-hmm. There's also Andrew Benintendi. Just saying, but I mean, I don't but think yeah, like for, we'll, I don't the, think we'll get someone like Brandon Nimmo for the just, outfield. Get a guy who can play some good. Get a, get a legitimate center fielder and just get some depth. Like just get just maybe get a bit more guys. I think this is just a theme in general for this offseason. Get more guys than you think you need. Yeah, it, they don't even have to be good. Just get more guys that you know are competent and more than you think that you need. Because, like, you know, injuries. Like, if the injury bug hits, like, like we can't have the injury bug hit and, like, you know, be it's like, where do we excuse. go from here? It's never an excuse. Because, like, but that's what happened this season. The injury bug hit pretty bad, mm-hmm. and we were all, like, you know, shrugging our shoulders, thinking, where do we go from here? That's a problem. Do you think that, that was an excuse? Happen. Was that an excuse this season? No. Absolutely no. not. Because, like, just seeing Because good teams are prepared because, for because that. Of just seeing how everything just derailed... With a cup, with you know, the, with the admittedly bad injury bug is just bad. It's bad depth. It's bad ge- general managing. It's bad roster construction. And I feel like that also happened with the bullpen. I mean, all granted, it was bad to begin with, but you know, there were also some injuries with Strom and then Taylor being out for the season. And then, like you know, once we got back, th- got three guys, we were asking the same question: Who do you put in? Where do we go from here? It's just exhausting. That was that. Was, that I still. What's today? Today's November second, November twelfth. No, as of November twelfth, I feel no sense in missing Boston Red Sox baseball, even though we haven't been at Fenway for a month. How do you feel? 
Same way, or do you miss them? Same way. Just I guess I miss baseball in general. Just like you know, the Red Sox were just so bad to where like you know I'm not really missing it right now. No. Uh, I mean last year it was. <sighs> this this off season I can't stress enough is going to be so key to my mood at the beginning of the season because if we do if we do excuse my language if we do chicken shit like we did last offseason with the exception of story if it's like oh cool we get this guy for eight million for one year oh cool we got jake diekman oh cool we got matt strom who hasn't pitched in a year and by the way jake diekman was uh, he was okay matt strom was decent but he got hurt i mean point being uh, who else do we? Have? Oh yeah, Michael Walker. Yeah, Michael Walker. wasn't, okay. who wasn't Michael Walker was. No, 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 no. But 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 before he he wasn't proved. He okay, wasn't proved. he true. wasn't proven. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, this off season, minus this is don't even account Bogart's endeavors. I don't want you to account that. If that crap happens again, I will be unsatisfied. Nate, thoughts? I think um, we need. Sorry, here, sorry. Here. I know I just. I know I just asked you for your thoughts. We need one or two guys who are notable free agents and can actually play a position. We need one good outfielder, whether that be Mitch Haniger, Kevin Kiermaier, whomever. Mm-hmm. Maybe even I don't know Brandon Nimmo, but I don't think that's Here, here's what I think. Rock. But yeah, my thoughts. I agree. Like you know, get a guy who's good, and you know. You know, maybe in the realm of someone that we've heard of, but like you know, I I, I don't like the whole just because I haven't heard of him means that he stinks or isn't good because like you know, we are knowledgeable, but like you know, like maybe there's a guy that we maybe there's a good guy that I heard. Of. I think like you know, there's exists a good player that we just haven't heard of, so I don't believe in that. But just like yeah, like get a guy, get a legitimate, get like two legitimate guys, like get a legitimate first baseman free agent, get a legitimate outfielder as a free agent, and get maybe like you know, Ed. Maybe get like two legitimate bullpen arms in free agency, but what I think they should do is surround them with depth with those guys that we might not have heard of. And don't rely on the minor leagues for this type of crap again. No, it proved to be disastrous, mm-hmm. and I was so mad that we had to deal with that this yeah. year. And so- th- if that happens again this year, the Sox won't do good. And I can tell you right now, confidently. The Red Sox are projected to be a last place team. Because think of it, the Orioles aren't stopping. Mm-hmm. The Yankees are the Yankees. They'll probably get judged back. Okay. The Rays are the Rays. And the Blue Jays will somehow, you know, they'll do well in the season only to lose in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, yes. I mean, they are projected to be last place and, you know, probably. Without a tough- doubt either. Yeah. But like, and yeah, it is the toughest division in baseball. But is that an excuse? Absolutely no. not. So yeah. Anyway, um, what I think is that um, so what for what they need to do? Obviously, they gotta. We haven't gotten the pitchers yet, by the way. I feel like we kind of have. I mean, like with the bullpen. No, 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 no. With that uh, free agents, one guy you could go after. You could go after Chris Bassett. I know he's thirty-four years of age. I like Chris Bassett, but I like him maybe like a four or five year deal. I know. Mm-hmm. I know he's. I, I thought he was 30. No, he's you know, 34. The rotation, oh. I, in terms of the pitching, I think the rotation's actually in a decent spot. It's not in a great spot, but I think it's in a decent spot. I, I mean, obviously, um, it, it fell it? off a bit at the end, is but it? I feel like there were times where it was pretty good, and like I just think, especially compared to the bullpen. Is it, though? 
I'm er, what considering the free agents we have this year. Nathan Avaldi, Michael oh, okay. Walker oh, is okay. a free when, agent. When you bring right that now. up, all right, you, you have a bit of a the, point there. I mean, it gets thinner and thinner because mm-hmm. if you if you subtract those guys and not bring in for, I heard Dick Mountain's interested in a, a return. My God, if assuming I'm actually Dick, not really opposed. To I'm that. not opposed to that. He's a good five starter who proved he still has some gas yeah. left in the tank. Yeah. But I will say, if opening day was right now when you don't sign. Avaldi or Waka, you are looking at, and call me crazy, Nick Pavetta as your number one starter. Not good. Number two starter is probably Cutter Crawford. Not good. Number three starter is Brian Bayo. Not good. Number four Not starter good. is Rich Hill. Not good. Not good. Bad. Do you think that will make that? Do you think that's going to win you a division? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. I'm shaking my head. Yeah, obviously you can't see it, but I'm shaking. So my I, head I, right I now. disagree with you. I think the starting rotation is a place of concern. Okay, all right. I, I don't know. I guess what I meant was like throughout the season, but yeah. Now that we got you know free, now that Avaldi and um, Walker are free agents, yes, I definitely think we should try and resign them and maybe. Okay, I feel like if we resign Avaldi and Waka, the starting pitching is actually in a good spot. I think because like because we have those arms in there, and you know if we don't get another starting arm, I won't be mad. I especially considering how much of a, a mess the bullpen is right now. I think we do need another arm, just because we don't. Oh, I forgot Salem Paxton. Totally forgot those guys. Mm, that's a even problem. then. Even then, they're injury prone. I still don't like. <coughs> oh God. You know, per Alex Spear, the Red Sox are revisiting a trade possibility for catcher Sean Murphy. What do you think of that? Who are they trading? Who are they trading? For? God knows. Probably some guy we don't know. Well, or no, maybe like, Jared. Who, who are they trading to to get Sean Murphy? I don't know. All right. Um. Anyway. It's potential. I have no idea what's going on. Anyway, behind. but yeah. Uh. Oh uh, yeah. I I I gotta say, just like I feel like, all right, with Avaldi and Waka. That means, like, you know, you can... I mean, Pavetta as a three-starter I don't think is bad. And Cutter Crawford's shown some good stuff. And same with Brian Bayo. But obviously, but obviously, um, I would, like, you know, maybe get another starter at the deadline for depth. But, yeah, that's how I feel about the rotation. Yeah. Well, and then relief pitching. God, the market keeps getting thinner and thinner. And Edwin Diaz screwed it up. <clears throat> with $20 million a annual value. I'm just wondering, why is the market so thin with all these free agents? They're not great pitchers. I mean, let's see. Here's Craig the thing. Kimbrell. They, I actually don't... Because I actually think we have some great pitchers at the tolerable bullpen. John Schreiber's great. Um, Garrett Whitlock, also great. Who they want to convert to a starter. They really do. Which actually, I think, makes our rotation... Garrett Whitlock, versatile, great. I feel like can be great in both, in both uh, roles. Um, and I and I liked you know what we saw from Matt Strom before he got hurt. I the problem obviously with the bullpen was the depth, yeah. like you know. So I mean, yeah, you have. So if we don't get great pitchers and get like okay pitchers, I think that's all right. I think trades, that's acceptable. I think we need to trade some of the minor league depth because it's. T- it's too much because I think Bloom's putting way too much emphasis on the farm system mm-hmm. when, because his whole philosophy is oh we're trying to make a Red Sox team that's good for eight plus years you know not a team that's good for two or three years like Dombrowski did it trade your farm system if you know you can get generational talent we're talking now versus 
six years. You know? Mm-hmm. You gotta trade some of it. Like, yeah. dang. I mean, especially especially considering how heavy he's been emphasizing. It's all about It's also balance. Boston. And now we have, like, a top 10 farm system. Yeah, and we, like have I said, good, we have one of the better farm systems. Okay? All right? So, like, you know... Obviously, don't go nuts to, like, complete... Don't, don't ruin it. Don't Dave Dombrowski it. Don't ruin it. But, like, since it's one of the better ones, kind of take advantage of that. Maybe I always trade said. a bit of that and get some Major League talent because at the end of the day, the Major League team's the most important. The Major League team is what's going to win you a championship, not the minor league, not the future. But and it's also what everyone cares about. <laughs> exactly. But here's the other thing I will say. I always emphasize this. Your farm system should be in the middle of the pack. Shouldn't be terrible, but also shouldn't be good. Mm-hmm. If it's, and it's or, sorry, it sorry, sorry, right sorry. Now. It shouldn't be great. Great as in being you have a lot of guys. Because if you have a lot of guys, you can't fit every single one of them in a spot for the future. Mm-hmm. A, someone won't be proven. B, it just makes no sense. Yeah. So trade some of them yeah, and, okay. and stick Since with the guys with you're spot. most confident with, mm-hmm. not some of the guys who are like, oh, this guy might be part of our future. If he's not part of if you don't envision him to be part of your future, trade the man. Mm-hmm. Trade the man. And I'm looking at the this re- relief pitcher market. Who's left? Craig Kimbrell. I think Kenley Jansen. I think. What about Matt? You know, uh, Matt Whistler, I actually don't hate. I actually... Matt Whistler. It's also Matt Whistler. Andrew Chafin. What do you Matt, mean? I, he's a guy. I mean, again, like we. He's also a Tampa Bay, right? So what's wrong with that? Yeah. I, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind picking him up. I feel like he's one of the better. Adam Onavino. Chad Green. Chad Green. I, I kind of like, like Chad that. Green. Oh, another guy I like, Jamison Tyon, for starting pitching. Hmm. Maybe. I think right. He's. Yes, a, I mean, you can In a way, you kind of can never have too much pitching. No, you can never have too much pitching. You kidding me? Wait, is he even on the list? Is he? Yeah, right here. All right. Yeah. He's 31 years old. He would be a good pickup. If we can get Jamison Tyon for like mm-hmm. five years or four years, yeah. he's a guy who can consistently give you good innings. Something the Red Sox have lacked from a starting pitcher other than Michael Waka in the past year. If you can get a guy who can you know, consistently throw mm-hmm. good innings for you, yeah. you're going to be set. Yeah. The Red Sox, as of right now, as of... November 12th, 2022 at 5.07 p.m. Don't, curr- don't currently have a guy who can consistently give you good innings. That is signed for the team. That is signed with the team who was a starter other than Garrett Woodlock in 2022. Yeah, it's bad. I can confidently say mm-hmm. that. It is terrible. Yeah, it's bad. And, yeah, wait, didn't you tell me? So, wait, did you told me about, like, they kind of already, like, got a couple of pitchers you told me they got tyler duffy and a couple of guys you with that you don't recognize no that was just a mock it was a uh, uh, okay trip. i wouldn't hate that actually because i think uh, tyler duffy i remember having some good years with minnesota but yeah like i think i, I feel like if that I, that would be a, an example of like you know what i think they should be doing mm-hmm. like you know get a guy who's actually pretty good i feel like he's a guy i've heard of and a guy and a legitimate name and who has been good in the past and surround them, you know, with depth, with some guys that you know we might not have heard of. But yeah, I think that I think I think moves like that, I think, are what we should be making. Yeah, per source, Red Sox have made a qualifying offer to Nathan Avaldi, knowing that he'll most likely accept it, but believe that they can get a multi-year deal done, which yeah. I'm not opposed. Just not. 
I will say that Dave Dombrowski at the time, that move to give him, what, $17 million a year? Yeah. That wasn't great. At, yeah, especially at after 2019. But he lived up to his value. Yeah, I think like after 2019, he really did. He yeah. was kind of one of our few. He was like our, one of our most reliable guys. Yeah, but. And then I think one more thing we'll touch up on. Trades. Is there any guy on the Red Sox Major League roster? Is Are there any guys you think that should get traded or will get traded, whether you want him to or not? I don't know. I mean, maybe you'll disagree. I feel like Franchi Cordero and Jaron Duran are going to get traded at some point. Yes. I feel because, like, they've been awful with the Red Sox, but, you know, they they have they seem to have some type of talent. And I feel like, you know... This sort of like talent or things that the Red Sox see in them is why they're still why they were still around this year and still were getting time in. So I feel like another team's bound to see that talent, especially with Duran. So I feel yeah. like those are guys that I think those are definitely yeah. big trading targets. Hey, when it comes to pitchers or pitchers or any sort of player, Nate, another man's trash is another's treasure. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that could be a case or with one Durant. man's trash is another's treasure. I feel like this that could be a case with these two, which isn't bad because considering how bad they've been and maybe they just need to change the scenery to start playing. Look better. at Schreiber. Mhm. Enough said. John Schreiber. Yeah, and he was awesome. A few... But like, you know, he got good but he kind of regressed at the beginning at the end of the yeah. season because we had no depth in our I think uh, Jaron anyway. Duran has the most potential out of all those guys. And I also wouldn't be mad if like... Dahlbeck was traded. I could see him on like a but what's small mark, smallish market Midwest team. I feel like Kansas City would probably be a good fit for him. Which is kind of like, you know, where he showed, where he kind of, that was probably where he showed his most infamous moments, ironically, this year in Kansas City. But anyway, I feel like, I feel like we cover everything. I, I really think we do. Anything else to touch up, on, up upon? Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No. Um. Yeah, but just like, Get some names in the free agent market. Like, fill the holes. Get Devers, with, get Bogarts extended. Fill the holes with 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 legitimate guys and surround them with depth. I think that's the bottom line. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's a wrap. Go Sox. Go Sox indeed, Nate. Sports betting is a tough nut to crack. Breakthrough with sportsbookcheatsheet.com. Sportsbook Cheat Sheet statisticians give you the edge in football, baseball, golf, and basketball betting. They don't tell you what to do with your money. They do the research, crunch the numbers, and make predictions so you can make the best picks. All for less than 20 bucks a month. Register online now or sign up for a free trial at sportsbookcheatsheet.com. That's sportsbookcheatsheet.com. Sportsbook Cheat Sheet. Analytics for an edge.